You have just tuned in to the Shoot the Rock podcast. Who they rocking with, Joe? Who they rocking with? That's right. Remix it. Remix it. You're now rocking with the best. Yes, yes. You're now rocking with the best. What up and welcome back to the pod. I am your host, Robert Zaragoza, a.k.a. The Commission, a.k.a. Big Z, a.k.a. So Big Yet So Sweet, a.k.a. The Latino Bleacher Report. Uh, we have with us new Stanford Cardinal commit, uh, junior in high school, Isael Silva, a.k.a. Isa Silva, a.k.a. Air Silva, and a.k.a. El Lobo Feroz. <laughs> what's, ah, I like it. <laughs> what's up, Isa? How you doing, bro? What's up? Thank you for having me. Man, thank you for, for coming through. So I, I, I kind of just uh, did the little wordplay on your on your Lobo because um, mm-hmm. I see your Instagram and every post is, um, you know, you got the little the little wolf emoji and you got the hashtag wolf ways. So um, tell me tell me a little bit about that. Um what does that mean? Uh, what you know? I, I've seen it a couple different places on on some videos that you've had online. But uh, what's what's the meaning be t- behind uh, Wolf Ways, and where'd you come to get that from? Um, crazy part about it is um, is Charlie Charlie Torres, um, the trainer. Hold on, I'm, I'm outside. It's kind of gonna get loud. Um, trainer Charlie Torres that we both know. Um, you know, I've known him for a while now. And um, he was up here, I think, in seventh grade or, you know, when I was getting ready to make my high school choice. And uh, he sent me in my my video of um, about how wolves change the culture. Um, and he sent us a video on Yellowstone Park, how they drop wolves. And, you know, the wolves enhanced and stuff started growing. Um, you know, the river changed and, like, like the ecosystem just got back to normal and, and got you know, to a better state. So, um, you know, that's what I want to be in where I am. That's how I want to impact the culture of Stanford and how I impacted the culture at my high school. So I kind of just took that wolf thing and ran with it because, um, you know, families are important to me too and wolves travel in packs. So it's just something that symbolizes that for me. That's cool. And um, I know you, you, you talked about Stanford and your teammates and your family, but I think... Um, you, you hold it um, close to your heart, and it looks like um, you also carry the Latino culture with you, and I think that's that's big, and I think um, you, you can start adding um, that, that Latino culture to that wolf way because, you know, there are already um, people looking at you as, um, you know, I, I saw your Instagram live with Lorenzo Mata a couple days ago, and I saw that you know uh, those things are coming up more, uh, and 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 you you embrace that because I see it in your videos. Uh, tell me a little bit about about the cultura that you have for and the pride and the and the orgullo that you have for being a Latino. Um, it's just it's something uh, that just like pushes me and helps me and inspires me. You know, my abuelitos. You know, all my, my familias from Mexico and them, them coming here to the States to give us a better opportunity. Um, you know, I always talk about that and not wanting to take that for granted. So, um, you know, I use that as fuel motivation because um, they, they, they came to the U.S. for a better opportunity. And, you know, I have an opportunity. Um, both my parents worked hard, um, you know, to get what they have now. And I want to make sure that um you know i respect the family name and push for latinos all over the world 
because, um, you know, in terms of basketball, um, you know, I want them to have more role models and have to have role models for uh, Latinos who were born here in the States. Um, I think that's important, too. Um, I think we all need to be together, not just, uh, oh, he's not he's not Mexicano enough because he was born in California. Like, I don't want that um, stigma at all. I think, um, you know, I want to be someone who brings um, Latinos all over the world together, not just Mexicanos. Um, so that, that just inspires me is, you know, seeing little kids, um, you know, wearing my number, sending me a message in Spanish, and they're from Mexico. They don't know how much I mean to them. So that's what the culture means to me. Yeah, and you're 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 a trailblazer, and there's there's other guys. Um, you know, you're gonna be at Stanford, and you know, you said you didn't want to let your family down. I mean, you're you're going to Stanford. Um, you know, you you got a 4.2 um, GPA, so you're doing your part, and then you know you're reaching out, you're you're um, advocating for for all the little the little. Latino ballers, the peloteros out there. Um, yeah. You know, you're reaching out to the the guys like Lorenzo Mata and Charlie Torres. And I was telling, I was telling Charlie the other day, I was like, dude, basketball world is it's a small world. And then I was like, and the Latino basketball world is even smaller, you know. And it's and it's funny because we run in the same circles. Um, and and it's good that you that you do see that. It's good that you do recognize that um, that 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 you want to move forward with with pushing the culture but it's not it's pushing the culture just by you being you and then the latino stuff is coming along you know so i think uh, um you know and, and how you know just kind of in this in the in the dynamic of where we're at right now um how's it been going for you what kind of adjustments have you made um as far as just simple things like day to day like i know you're you're probably doing distance learning how's your schedule looking like right now um, for school, um, it's just it's giving me time to like adapt. Um, it's been, you know, unfortunately, it's it's hurt a lot of lives, and um, I'm gonna continue to pray and think about the people that, you know, don't have it so good right now because um, their families have been affected by it, or you know, they they lost a job because they're not an essential worker. Um, but I'm just, I mean, I've had a really good schedule with with workouts, um, being like. Me and my father working out every day. Uh, we have a nice little routine that we've been doing for, you know, almost five weeks now. So it's been good to just build that base and go back to the fundamentals. It's been a good time for my body to rest. That's cool. Uh, so you got you got the, the, the school schedules. That's the school setting up. And then you got the home gym. I, I kind of saw a little bit of it. You got the bike and the weights and stuff like that. So, yeah. so, so you you and your pops are getting down uh, in the weight room. How, how, is he pushing you or, or is he trailing behind you, man? What's going on with that? I don't know. I I got him now. I, I think, I don't know. If we do chest day, he'll, he'll definitely uh, he'll outpress me, but um, so did, anything else? Yeah, so did, did he did he hoop? Did he did he play ball? Because I know you got that passion of balling. Yeah, he, I mean, he, he really... He's like my, I mean, he's my best friend, so I get, I think he rekindled his love for basketball with me. He played in high school, you know, was a, you know, he was a legend in Salinas. He went to Alisal High School, where um, my my godfather and Palino coaches. And um, he played good. He, you know, had D2 offers and didn't end up choosing to play in college. He just wanted to go to, he wanted to go to school and study law. So um, I think, I think he, he just tells me, like, he didn't know enough. 
and you know he didn't have the backing of you know his family because they didn't know what the game was about or how much he loved it so you know he's done everything in his in his power to support me in my dreams and I think um, you know he's gonna be the whole way whether he's my manager or agent like he's always gonna be by my side because I know he has my best interest and you know it's, he's never made it about anybody but myself so it's my guy always yeah, that's dope um, and then um, just kind of looking at your decision at Stanford um, you 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 put it online on when you made your decision what how did you choose that because uh, that's like one of the sickest uh, videos you know it's like a thank you to everybody and it's like hey I'm going to Stanford and check out this sick ass mural um, I just like I like being creative um, when it comes to you know anything I do whether it's school work basketball shooting passing making a move like I just want to be myself and express myself so I wanted to do something that's never been done before and there's a cool artist in Sacramento named Garibaldi and he paints like those freestyle paintings so I knew him through a trainer of mine back in the day who I'm really close to and you know I, he put us both on the phone and I pitched him this idea then I got the King's videographer who I've known he used to be a, a like a mixtape guy he used to do mixtapes um, like kind of like the Ball's Life ones here in Sacramento and he blew up and now he works for the Kings. So um, I texted him and asked him if he wanted to produce a video and make it happen. And that's how it got done. So where's the where's the mural at right now? Oh, it's getting framed right now. Um, I'm going to pick it up pretty soon. Yeah, that's a nice centerpiece, man. That's beautiful. Thank you. And then, um, you know, you, you had mentioned um, that you view basketball as, as an art, you know. Um, you know, and, and everything matters. You know, you want a masterpiece every every. Every brush stroke is a masterpiece, you know, and I think, uh, you know, the decisions that you, your family has made, the decisions that you're making, the, the wolf way, um, all that stuff is, is a bold and a testament to the, to the upbringing that you had. And, um, you know, seeing that you're going to be in the, in the Pac-12, um, you know, there's other trailblazers that were ahead of you, um, that are Latinos. And I know you mentioned it before, but. You know, Chris Hernandez was a was a point guard at Stanford. Yeah. Um, Jorge Gutierrez uh, was at Cal. He's a defensive player of the year. And then Lorenzo Mata was at UCLA, three Final Four. So, I mean, I know it's like Stanford, and I know it's pressure, but then it's like there's people that have been there before. So, like, how do you feel? Like, you know, what's the what's the mind frame of you um, when when you step onto the to the to the campus out there and at Stanford just to, um, to be the hardest worker in college basketball I mean not even just college basketball and all the basketball and that's always been what I wanted to do so to have people support that idea um, like they do like, I just want to I want to see how fast I can develop I mean not rush it but uh, you know I think I have a lot of good pieces and I, I'm just going to keep enhancing them and I can't wait to get to a college campus where you know I have more time to do that and I have people to help me and people to support me yeah. So, you know, that's what I want to do there. You know, I, I want the responsibility, and that's one of the reasons I chose that school. Um, for them to say they want me to start something and enhance the culture there and be the face of a Stanford basketball program, like, that's a lot to put on your shoulders. But, like, that's something I want to work for and be ready for. And, you know, I might fail. And I asked them, like, if I fail, like, I want you guys here. I don't want... Um, you guys only to be happy with success like when I fail like I want you guys to push me so I think that's that's important is adversity you know adversity makes 
um, goats. <laughs> so I'm excited to experience that at Stanford. That's 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 right. Um, so how do you how are you, how are you going to focus your mind? I'm looking at all the you know I'm uh, what all the internet says, but how do you how do you make everyone's mind change from you being a four star? Um, recruit to like pushing yourself to that five star you know because what are the things that that you think I, I this is what I got to hone in on um, so that way you can you can make that jump and prepare yourself for that um yeah I know like a lot of the websites are like oh he's on the verge of five stars yeah the verge. um I think it's just letting him know how like I think I'm valued as the best passer around like I mean, there's like best passer in the country mm-hmm. but you know I think there's other other things I do really really well that aren't highlighted as well because I do that mm-hmm. so well and I think that's just a natural thing that I've always done um, I grew up not really dribbling the ball at all I was just a shooter so I think if I just start shooting consistently and uh, just got confidence in it and I you know that's what we're working on now is just being real confident with it you know I've always been confident with it so just mixing in like being a point guard with you know the way I can score creatively and then, you know, just, I think using my power more, I think, um, I use change of speed and change of pace. Um, you know, I, I think I use it well, not so well, but, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people work on it. So I'm able to just do what I want with that against, um, you know, high school players, and, you know, sometimes pros, but at some point, like they want to see that little bounce and that, that, uh, that burst. And, you know, I think just starting to use that sometimes, like going up to dunk on somebody, uh, maybe not getting him, but just showing him, like, damn, he can actually get off the ground pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. I think that's important, especially for the, uh, you know, the opinion of those high school scouts. You know, in the long run, like, you know, we know what we're going to do and what, like, what's sustainable. Um, you know, dunking over people just going to get you far, but um, that might be, like, the next step for sure. Yeah, and that's uh, that's the way you're going to get yourself to the that McDonald's All-American goal that you were talking about. You know, um, and I, I heard that that's that's one of your goals. Um, is there is there any possibility that you'd um, reclass up? Um, you know, I know you skipped out a year when you were um, out of the country when you were younger. Um, are you gonna are you gonna still follow through with your senior years? Or any possibilities of you reclassing I mean, up? There's a there's a possibility of me reclassing. Um, you know, I don't know how how real that possibility is yet. We still have to. It's been brought up by uh, you know the staff. Um, you know, at Stanford, but um, it's something we gotta talk about as a family. But uh, as of now, I'm focused on uh, just getting better. Yeah, thank you. And then, um, do you? I know there's um, there's there's been five players um, that are Mexicanos um, that have been in the NBA. Do you know who those guys are? Uh, just like a quick question. Uh, there's five of them. So. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know if you know or not. Don't know, but I'll I'll tell you. But if you know any, I'll, I'll... okay. Let me see. Um, Jorge played the NBA, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Ayon. Okay. Um, Toscano. Yeah, he's the latest one. Um, Horacio or something. Horacio Llamas. Yeah, he was the first one. He played for the Phoenix Suns. Or... And Najera. And Najera. There you go. That's the five, bro. So we're waiting on the sixth one, man. Um, yeah. You know, and and as Latinos, uh, my podcast is is about Latino hoops. It's about hoops, but at the end of the day, um, I'm a Latino. Um, a lot of the guys that that I'm around, um, I used to run leagues. I run tournaments in Rosarito uh, with my boy Rosarito Ball, uh, Gustavo Soki. His son is is. Um, you know, in seventh grade as well. He's got a little burner uh, for threes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, bro. So, uh, 
so he's he's one of those guys but um you know you you're you're you slid in there you know you slid in before him so i think um you know you're you're on our radar um as far as like same as oscar lopez and same as uh, josh vasquez and and Jorge Ochoa and Gael Bonilla, all these guys that um, you know, I, I'm gonna harp their name on it. And and you've you've been one, um, you know, you've you've quickly become one of my favorite players already, bro. Just because of the way you you handle yourself, the way um, you know you you your character is, and and you know, I don't really know you like that, but the way you 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 present that is amazing. And I think you have the entire package. You know, and you got your own swag, bro. I mean, I know the, I know the quarantine ain't affecting you, bro, because you ain't trying to get a haircut. That that hair is flowing right now, I bet, right? Yeah, it's letting go, man. Like, I saw tell people, just, you can't care what people think. Uh, you just got to carry yourself how you want to carry yourself. If people get offended, they get offended. But as long as you're humble and gracious, like, nothing really matters. Yeah, yeah, and I see you rocking the, the old school... Uh, you know, all the youngsters are wearing those shorts now, man. I don't know if I could I could have pulled it off back in the day. Yeah, but. I know. <laughs> we get to go Nike next year for my high school, so, I mean, they'll be a little better shorts because our shorts have been terrible. <laughs> all right, well, Esau, man, I, I appreciate you for just jumping on, bro. Um, have you been, have you been um, binging anything as far as, like, since we've been going on? Have you been watching The Last Dance? Uh, yeah, The Last Dance. I've been, you know, I've watched all The Last Dance. Um... You already, you already got the bootlegs? Ah, uh, no. Do you, you have them? You seen them? Oh, uh, I got them. I got like three of them, and I'm like, no, I can send them to you, bro, but I ain't trying to watch them. I'll, I'll send them yeah, to you. Yeah, I might have to just save it. I mean, who knows? If I get a roar, I probably watch nah, them. Nah, I'm, 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 Mike, Mike was my goat, and uh, my, I named my daughter. Her middle name's Jordan, so, you know, I, I just got to sit there, and I don't got nothing going on, man. I, I'm going to sit and wait like everybody else and be surprised like everybody else so um i'll shoot those to you for sure but um yeah man i i appreciate you for for, for jumping on for a little bit um like i said you know you're gonna you're gonna get um uh, tons of of fans you know with the, with the way you've been playing and you know Thank we're gonna you. we're gonna watch your your senior year um you know and just be proud bro we're gonna be proud we got another latino playing division one um anytime there's a Latino baller that plays at the next level beyond high school. That's a, that's, that's love. You know, I had a conversation with Cesar Guerrero and, you know, I was talking to him like, bro, the, the basketball aspect is great, uh, but you getting your education and, and you're getting top notch free education at Stanford. And, and I wish you all the best, bro. I, I wish you health. I wish your family health. And I appreciate you for coming through, bro. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, likewise. Uh, hope your family safe. Yes, sir. And well, and uh, keep connecting and stay in touch for sure. Yes, sir. Thank you, Isa Silva. All love, all basketball, pura raza. Now you're rocking with the best. We're always rocking with the best, and we're rocking with Isa Silva right here on the podcast. Yes, Thank sir. Raza way. Let's get it. Thank Vamos. You. All right. Thank you, Isa. All right, take care. All right, brother. Thank you. Bye bye. Yeah. Yeah. We out. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we out.